What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. Back for another episode, our second episode together in 2020, Jay. Oh, you remember me this time. Hey, <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> she thought she got a band. And girl, girl, do one or two solo episodes. Bugs <laughs> think they whole seat is know. on the line. I didn't know. <laughs> questionable. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you back. We got a lot to cover today. This is our, not only um, our first episode in February, but it's Black History Month. Yes. And um, it's it's time. Yeah, absolutely. We absolutely. ready. We Always. Ready. Ooh, coming for it all. Um, you know, at our first Saturday class this, this month, on February 1st, uh, I came, Jay, dressed in all black, my fist in the air, power to the people. And I kind of spent maybe the first 10 minutes just going over black health history and why it was so imperative that we take our health into our own hands because yes. the revolution cannot be fought with chronic disease. I hate <laughs> when you say stuff that wasn't expected, <laughs> but you're absolutely right, you know? And it, well, it actually can be fought, but you won't have the same power. You well, won't you won't win. Same. You don't have a chance at winning. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you ever seen any type of documentary or footage of the Black Panthers? Mm-hmm. They are. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. You see yes, what I'm saying? Yes, You yes. got to stand in power. Say less. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? And in the revolution we fight now, it's less about a literal front line mm -hmm. like the Black Panthers were and more about when you go into that office every day, yeah. working with people who don't look like you right. and who test you. And don't understand you. Who come for you on that email. Right. As per my last email. Those people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or when you go into that bank. Or when you go and try and get that mortgage. Right. Or when you go, you know what I mean? When you right. going up to your kid's school. Right. And you just happen to live in a neighborhood where y'all are minority. And it's, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So how we fight now looks a little different. The battlefield looks a little different. Yeah. You know, the battlefield is a little gray now. It's not as black and white. Yeah. Subtle. Exactly. Subtle which is a harder battle. fight. Right. Because now, you know, what you're seeing and what your experience is, is, is now challenged. And you and you have to guess your, guess if that's really what you're seeing. Yes. Because everyone's perception yourself. is Absolutely. different. That's not what happened. That's not what they meant. They didn't do that. No, this email, the way I read it is that. Yeah. No, they didn't. So now you're questioning. If is this so really intentional? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all I'm saying is this Black History Month, I just want to remind you guys of how ready we need to be because yeah. the fight look a little different today. You know? Yep. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. Um, well, speaking of, you know what, I want to remind you, Jay, about, um, let me go through announcements real quick, because once I say that, we're going to get off in a tangent, and it's going to be a good time. Nope. It's going to be a serious time. I told you. I told you last podcast. I'm not playing no game with you. <laughs> you told me last time. I didn't believe you then. You swear you're about to be serious going forward, and I don't know. Yes. What was this desire about to be serious now? Because I realized, well, first, Lisa A. Smith, oh. would you like to do your announcement first, and then we get into, okay. let's follow schedule so do your announcements and then i will explain to the audience as well as you why i came to this conclusion wow okay um real quick because we about to fight um so for those of you who are not already please make sure you get enrolled into the black health academy www.theblackhealthacademy.com if you don't know or if, you, or if you have not been made aware in december um i made an executive decision to make the black health academy 100 percent free we no longer have membership tiers we only got one tier and that's black so get enrolled into the black health academy 100 percent free what you're going to find inside the academy 
our masterclasses on chronic disease prevention, everything from obesity to fibroids. You're going to find workouts by um, our in-house certified personal trainer, Miss Tiffany Hughes. You're going to find recipes. You're going to find live cooking demonstrations. You're going to find an, um, an opportunity to take your health journey to the next level by enrolling in some paid services if you so choose. You will also find the opportunity to sell your um, services and products inside the academy as well as the opportunity to teach a masterclass inside of the academy. So right now, I think we're just on a cusp of 600 members. We're at about like 590 something right now. Um, and so join a community, a growing community of individuals who look like you, where our only mission is to deliver high content around health and wellness for us by us. We know we suffer from a lot of the most common chronic diseases disproportionately occur in the black community. And we also, even if we don't suffer from them the most, we have a tendency to have worse outcomes. So I created this platform for you to have access to individual subject matter experts who have your best interests in mind and you're just not another number. Um, you're not just the next in line. You're not just another cookie cutter diagnosis, right? This is all about making sure you're armed with the knowledge you need to save yourself and your family. So do that at theblackhealthacademy.com. And then final announcement, for those of you who are aware, I teach a course called Farm to Table, Farm, P-H-A-R-M. And Farm to Table Live is a six-week intensive where I take you from where you are to a whole foods plant-based diet. Well, many of you guys have asked, specifically Black Health Academy and members have asked, when am I going to teach this um, online so that you can have access to it from wherever you are in the world? And so starting this spring... 2020 actually enrollment just opened yesterday you can now enroll in farm to table live from wherever you are in the world so make sure you go to farmtotablecourse.com, farmtotablecourse.com, that's P-H-A-R-M, and you can enroll in our spring semester. For those of you who are local in the Metro Detroit area, I have two locations coming up this spring. We're starting in Detroit in March, and we'll actually be in Livonia in June, and then the online virtual classroom will be starting in May. So you have three, March, April, May, all live, open for enrollment. So get in there, do what you need to do, and come get this health. Um, okay, so Jay, let's... um literally get into it what you got i mean what's the problem why are you beefing what's what's up i'm not beefing and thank you for those announcements i'm glad that you're letting the public know of all the diverse things that you offer the community <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I have no beef i just realized that when i'm not on the podcast the tone <laughs> is more serious which makes it seem as if i make the podcast so silly and light which is not my intention. So I'm going to be very serious and give the public and the listeners just what they need, what they come for. And what they came for is the silliness and the banter between us. Everyone loves it. So you, first of all, put your shoulders down. Oh, oh I'm, I apologize. Unlace your fingers. Oh, Everything oh, about you right now is giving me <laughs> very defensive vibes. Oh, I apologize about that. I did not. That was not my intention. Okay. I'm going to need you to let your speech down. I'm going to need you to let some of them work. <laughs> Everything about your enunciation is giving me problems right now. Your tone, the way you're looking at me. If I'm making you feel uncomfortable, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and your feelings, I need you to hop out your feelings for just the next 45 minutes. And you can hop back in them. After, don't sip your tea like that. Don't sip your tea like that. Don't sip. Y'all, she literally. I'm sipping my tea like that. No, you ain't going to do nothing about it. <laughs> Listen, for those of you who have enjoyed my solo episodes, more of them are coming. And I might as well just break the news to you right now, Jay. 
Go ahead. I'm doing one solo episode a month. That's perfectly understandable and fine. <laughs> I cannot a- stop talking like that. You should give the people what they want. If they've given you the feedback that you are doing well and you're giving them and you're executing what you're trying to give the, what should I call them, the audience or the public? I'm not doing this today. Then you should proceed. I, I can't be serious. I can't be serious. You cannot. Why? Nobody shows up for that. Everybody. You I, you literally get the feedback that we get about the podcast. We share it with each other. I'll see something, you see something, and we like, man, when you and Jay was such a... Literally, this is what people love. I get to be in my feelings if I want to. You, you be so serious when you buy it. I'm like, how? she's so serious. I don't be serious. It's like, what I'm supposed to laugh with myself, I will sound stupid. You literally bring it out of me. We bring it out of each other. It's not. Right, I'm, I'm it's not like go. either one of us are. Oh, ever I know fronting. she got her glasses on. I know she got her glasses on. I do. My tea usually be hot. Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I usually have a notebook in the pen. I know. I mean, I'm, we confessing. We're all confessing today. Okay. I'm coming <laughs> right. clean. Oh, she's gonna be the, super serious on the podcast. The solo episodes do be a little more studious. I will admit. Exactly. It's my point. I, my point is how does that say anything about what we do? There's nothing is you're, you're trying to say that being studious automatically makes our episodes. What? Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. is the words you're looking for. All right, let's move on. Cause I can't take it. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> She's <bad>. shut up. <laughs> and now for wait, what <laughs> wait, what is our segment <laughs> where we highlight something we either saw, heard or experienced in the last few weeks that made us go, wait, what you got a good one. I don't know if it's that good. Okay. I don't, but I was like, wait, what? Um, I was at Kroger this morning mm-hmm. and I was in a self checkout and I had, scanned the wrong number so I was asking her to delete it and well I you know you select the wrong picture basically okay it yes was, it was a name but I selected the wrong anyway so I was asking her to delete it yeah so she was over there a woman probably about in her late 40s okay so she was over there telling me do that but as she was helping me um a gentleman walked up and he was like can you show me I mean can you point where's the bathroom basically can you point me the direction of the bathroom and she's yeah. like it's right there and basically if you looked to your left a little bit mm-hmm. it was over in the corner and you could see the signs so when he walked away she started cursing she was like his a couldn't see with his own eyes where the d bathroom was what do i look like you can find it yourself and what how stupid can you be i was like oh Wait. That was a disproportionate aggressive response. And I and I and I'm familiar with this lady. I've heard her in the past yeah. just be outrageous. Yeah. And I've always wondered why she isn't fired. But it's always said under kind of like her breath or in the area of the self-checkout where only the people over there can kind of hear. Yeah. But it's always something kind of inappropriate. Wow. And like she's angry about people wanting her to do her job. Because it was directed at me once. I don't know what I asked her to do. But she was basically asking me, like, did you not see or did you not? And I was just, this is, I don't care how obvious it is to you. I'm asking you to do something that's part of your job. As well within, yeah. So I was very offended. 
I was, and I have a thing about complaining about black people at their job because I never want to be the person that makes make you lose your livelihood. And I know you're probably thinking like, no, they're making them, but I don't want to be the person mm-hmm. that I go complain and you're on your last and you're on your final and now you you you're not able to bring and feed your family. You're not able to bring you know yeah. money home or whatever you need. So I don't. I never try to complain about black that far, people. Right. Right. I just, I just don't feel comfortable with that, but I just don't know what to do because I feel like it's very inappropriate. You talking about him is like you talking about me to me yeah. because I'm a customer yeah. and he's a customer. Yeah. I don't care how easy and how plain it is for you, for him to see the bathroom. He asked you a simple question and it deserved a simple answer. It takes more energy to have that type of aggression and anger five minutes well after the interaction took place than it is for you to it. just tell him where the bathroom is. And just continue to assist me. Well, some people are just really negative people and just have really bad energy. I do agree with you when that it is hard to like tell on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, would you ever go as far as like saying something just directly to her? Yes. I would do that first. Yeah. Well, I would recommend that. Like try and just handle it with them first yeah. as opposed to, because at the end of the day, anyway, if she does lose her livelihood, whether you tell on her or not, um, you're right. I do agree that, Hey, you did that to yourself, even though I don't want to necessarily be the catalyst. But she's gonna lose it anyway. She's, she's been, been there a while. She's probably been. She's been there a while. Yeah, but but look at how she's been there a while. I wonder has she always been there a while in that same position? True. You know what I mean? Like there's not been progression in your life because of your inability to be a kind human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just basic. Right. You know what I mean? But so if she does lose her livelihood, whether losing your livelihood means losing the whole job or never. Going to the next level in your job could also be losing your life. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Sure, um, yeah. it's all her doing, and she's all gonna get. She's gonna get her come up and either way. Okay, but I, yeah, I, I, that's sense. that's real disgusting behavior. It was I really cannot disgusting. stand I was... to see somebody acting nasty, and because I I always feel like that she's doing it for me. Like she's putting on a show. Yeah. Like I think some people think it's cute to have an attitude and, and but, be cursing and blah, right. blah. I remember I told you about that girl. I saw do it in dots. Years ago, I had I had an event to go to and I needed to run into a store and get like a jogging shirt or something. So there was like a dots or rainbow. It was one of those cheap stores. And I ran in and this lady was trying to get help with getting a shirt down or something. And a lady who worked in the store was like, I told that B, blah, blah, blah. Wow. And I'm like, how could you do that? How could you say, first of all, how could you say a period? I think it's just nasty anyway. Yeah. But then especially in front of other customers, we just standing in line trying to check out and you come to your coworker behind the register and start talking about, I told that B, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking like, yeah. this is really baffling. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I feel, I, I feel way more comfortable telling them directly. Just like when I was telling you, I, this young man started cursing when I was in a restaurant and I was like, I don't know. Was that you? Yeah, talking? I think you did. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, that's just, that's disrespectful to me and anyone else around here. And he apologized. But Yeah. I didn't even know that. It, 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 it seems obvious to us. Like there's certain language you shouldn't use in front of people. There's just certain behaviors you shouldn't display. But apparently it's not that obvious. And I think because a lot of us um, look at stuff like that on social media as entertainment, it yeah. translates over into real life as being publicly okay. Mm-hmm. Because seeing it as a video or something, some people, like we done seen nasty stuff in a video that people did degrading ourselves, degrading each other, I talking people a certain way, fighting, all that stuff. And, and for a lot of people, but you ain't watching it, but you see the thousands of comments, the thousands of likes or the laughing yeah, like. And so yeah. it's entertaining. And so p- when people 
have a video like that that goes viral or semi-viral, they feel like that's their permission to, well, they're already acting that way in public, but you know, to always be that way because it's entertaining and it gets attention mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So if it gets attention online, like, it's like, hey, I, this is who I am. I'm nasty. I'm whatever. It's disgusting. <sighs> I guess. Anyway, do you have a wait what? I do have a wait what? So we went to, uh, we did Jamaica and, um, you remember what our very, on the very first day we arrived into Jamaica, one of our first stops was the, um, holistic doctor. Yeah. I still remember his name. What's his name? Dr. Andrew Mark Ali. Okay. I still remember his name. So, you know, part of the reason I wanted to go to the holistic doctor in Jamaica, the medicine man in Jamaica was because I had this like inflammation on the back of my right hand. Uh Uh-huh. And it was like, it was just like itch rammed randomly. I couldn't really figure out where mm-hmm. it came from. But my, my high level um, theory was that when I remember when I did that 5k in yeah. Texas in May mm-hmm. of last year, mm-hmm. I think it was a 5k like mud run. And I think I got some type of parasite in my body because we were walking through all this muddy water. And at one point it was all the way up to my chest. Some got on my face. And I think something got into my body from that water. Okay. It's what I think happened. And um, because I don't know if you remember, my skin was never the same when I got back from Texas. Yeah. And so um, at first I thought it was just heat burn, but I ended up going to emergency for it and everything. Like my skin has not been the same since I got back from Texas. Anyway, so fast forward to Jamaica about a month ago. We go. One of our very first stops, I asked our driver. We start talking about health. Our driver says, I have this phenomenal doctor. Anytime I go to the hospital, they tell me one thing. And then I go to him and tell him what they said at the hospital. And he gave me something totally different. So he swore by him and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he takes us there. And I go into the doctor's office, Dr. Andrew Mark Ali and Ochos Rios. Rios. And I told him. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, I got this inflammation on the back of my right hand. It, it just randomly, I can never figure out what triggers it. Um, you know, it's like darker, it's discolored and itch, whatever. He looked right at my hand, like, like I was wasting his time. <laughs> Jay, he looked right at my hand and was like, oh, that's just your colon. You need to, your colon clean. No, colon or liver. One of them. He, he said, no, your organ, this, this organ just needs to be clean, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. I said, so what should I do? He said, I'll, 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 I'll mix it up for you. I'll put it together for you. I said, mm-hmm. okay. Right. So, um, he's like, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Right. So he literally went to the back of his office, went to like this other part of his office, sat down at a table, right. And began to fill up little capsules, put them in individual bags and then put together this liquid for me. He came back out. I'm talking about maybe, maybe 10 minutes. I know. You was only back there for like... I was only back there a hot second, right? Yeah. But I want to explain it to, for the people. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> you mean forgetting I'm not just talking to you. You're so disrespectful. <laughs> so he was you know, back there for a short amount of time. Came back out. He gave me three yellow envelopes. Mm-hmm. One said liver. One said colon. One said kidneys. Mm-hmm. Right? Each envelope had 20, about 20 pills in it. Then he gave me a bottle of liquid. He said, the instructions are this. You need to take four pills out of each envelope a day. So I need to take 12 of these capsules a day, right? Now, this is natural herbs that like Jamaican herbs, yeah, right? Because yeah. you know I don't do no pharmaceutical drugs, right? So the instructions on each envelope said for this one, I need you to take four before dinner. 
For this one, I need you to take four after dinner. And for this one, I need you to take four before bed. So remember, I didn't start the regimen in Jamaica because I ain't know what, what, yeah. what. And then for the liquid, he said, once all the only after all the pills are gone, I want you to then take one tablespoon of this liquid every night before bed just until it's gone. I said, yes, sir. Right. So and it's funny when he was back there mixing everything up. I'm reading everything on his wall and everything, just trying to get a feel for him, which I already believed in him because our driver was like, I swear to God. Yeah, he truth. was like, no. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, they tell me what to do at the hospital. I go to him and, and he, get the holistic way exactly. to do it. Absolutely. Yep. So I'm reading all his natural path, you know, accreditations and everything on the wall. Dr. Andrew Mark Ali, girl. So now here, here's the part of the story that was almost sad. We leave in Jamaica. We in the airport. Mm. Oh my God. We in, we in the Jamaican airport going through security. And I, this whole trip, I was keeping the regimen that Dr. Ali gave me in my like purse bag. So I forgot it was in there. So when we checked our big bag, you know, I didn't even think about putting the regimen in my big bag that we Mm -hmm. checked. So I had it in my purse bag. So I go through security. Of course, they pull my bag out and need to check it. They like, we detect liquid in here because it was the medicine that Dr. Ali had gave me. She pulled it out my bag and was like, no liquids and threw it in the trash. Mm. I almost literally cried. Like my heart sank. Mm -hmm. Everything. Like I was so, I hadn't even started the Mm regimen. I had, I started like my, I was already crying on the inside. Mm -hmm. You standing in front of the line just saw the look on my face. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking, doing a slow walk towards you and you like, what's wrong? And I'm like, she threw away my regimen from Dr. Ali. <laughs> Boy, first of all, I owe you a mad apology because usually I'm so mad at you for mothering the world. <laughs> but when I tell you, you mothered the sh- out of that situation. Because I, I saw your face. Jay, you mothered it so cold. I just have to publicly say on this podcast, like your squad is everything. Jay walked over to that security lady, hopped in front of the other guy that was behind me that was trying to get through the line. Like, no, she needs that. That's medicine. And the lady was like, oh, that's medicine? Pulled it out the trash. And gave it back. And gave it back. Not today. Not to When I say you mothered it so perfectly. You, I never saw your face look. I've probably seen your face look that, like that like twice. Usually it's like that just happened. Okay, how can I fix it? But your face looked like you wanted to cry. I did. I said, oh, no. I don't care what we got to do. We getting that back. <laughs> that is happening. You not keeping that. Yay. A full bottle of this. I don't Until even know what's in it. All I, knew, all I knew is that that what was in that bottle was my cure yeah i knew it was i just had so much faith and she had just threw it in the trash you came over man when i say it ain't some people is on the planet doing what they meant to do and jay is meant to be a mom i promise you <laughs> you is one get of the my baby mother. her stuff back get my baby her stuff back when i say i done told you before but you are a phenomenal mother to everybody thank you thank <laughs> you know you. what i'm saying so that's first of all that was the first way what but okay, boom. Get back to the U.S. So I couldn't wait. We got back on a Monday, Tuesday. I started the regimen. First of all, when you, I feel for so many people who got to take pills, Jay, it was hard. Two was one thing, but twelve? Yeah. I had to take four before dinner, four after dinner, and four before bed. I was like, Lord. So I'm like, these four for my kidney, these four for my liver, these four for my colon. So I, I followed the directions to a T. 
finished all 12 of the pills that take that took I mean finished all the pills that took about five days and then the next day I started the liquid now the whole time I'm like because I asked him before I leave I said just so you know um I'm vegan I don't eat dairy I don't eat sugar and stuff like that I'm like um is that okay I'm not saying that it wouldn't matter what he said but I wanted him to know my diet because I also wanted to ask him what should or I shouldn't eat or drink while I'm taking this regimen? Right. Is there a dietary something restriction or whatever? He's like, you eat whatever you want. I was like, cold blooded. That's next level faith. Yeah. In your, you know what right. I mean? I done gave you what you need. The rest is up to you. Just do eat. He said, you eat whatever. I said, wow. Right. So anyway, I get back. One thing I decided to do while I was taking a regimen, I was like, I'm not going to drink. Mm-hmm. Right. So I didn't have any alcohol. I literally had my first drink since we've been back to, from Jamaica like two days ago. And um, so I was like, I'm not drinking while I'm doing this. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to have my water. You know, we had just got back. So I'm super clean, eat my greens every day. I'm like, I'm about to make sure I'm like giving my body the best shot mm-hmm. at my hand healing. Right. So finish the, t- the pills, start taking the liquid. Oh, oh my shut up jay lisa <laughs> oh jay it's like it never existed it's, i can't believe it's like it never existed girl jay i can't i can't stop looking at your hands wait what Wait, what? On the skin. It was so scaly and it rough. Was, it was Jack. crazy. Completely gone. Completely gone. Anybody. Unbelievable. Completely gone. I was like, what the heck? Like, the miracle of it all is so amazing to me. So if anybody, let me tell you something. This holistic natural way of healing is available. I don't I don't care if anything ever comes back up in my life, I'm going straight to him. As, as you I'm should. flying right over to Jamaica. I wonder do I still have that picture of our hands? Because remember we have had our beads on our wrist and we put our hands together <gasps> and it shows clearly. I, I pray I still got that picture. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I, I was so mad that I didn't take a before picture. I pray. Yo, I cannot believe it. Gone completely. Completely. Wow. And I bought the liquid because I wanted to tell people what was in the liquid. I don't know what was in the peels, um, but I know it was just some herbs, some herbs that probably are indigenous to Jamaica. But the ingredients, this is the bottle that you saved me at the airport. There's literally only two ingredients in here, Jay. This called... I can't get over my shot. I'm sorry. I need a minute. (laughs) You're trying to move past it because you already knew, but I can't believe it. Okay, but go on. <laughs> Is it not it's crazy? It's still processing. Completely. I cannot believe Completely it. gone. Complete. He looked right at it. was like, oh, no, that ain't, that ain't nothing. It's like. He like, whatever's on the skin, it's, it's just this organ. We just need to boom, boom, boom. Wow. Completely nothing. Completely nothing. It's just gone. I, it's I completely mean, gone, Jack. It's completely gone. When I say this was the nastiest liquid I've ever tasted in my and whole life. <laughs> thank God. You know what? And it's another lesson in it. Thank God for kindness. 
because we could have just treated him as just our driver and been in our, our own absolutely, conversation absolutely. and not paying him any mind. You're here to just drive us and take us to where we, but we, we engaged, we listened, we laughed and he opened up and told us some things about his personal life and that led you there. Yep. That's another lesson. No like doubt. everybody adds value. I don't care. Period. I don't care who they are. Period. Unless they're taken away. But most people that are kind, nice, listen to them. Add value. They add value some type of way. That's if right. You open up your mind. They That's may not right. be on the same level, you know, career-wise. They may not be on the same level financially, matter. but they have. They can add some value. That's right. Man. You're 100% right, Jay. You're 100% right. And just for anybody probably wondering about how much it costs me, $60. $60. I went back. And remember, I could have got scammed and everything because I asked... I asked the guy, I asked the doctor, he bought the regimen out and I said, how much? Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, I said, you take American dollars. He said, yeah. Uh, he could have told, cause he could have easily looked at us like y'all got money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, yep. Y'all got money. Mm. I could tell his number was the honest number. I could just feel it. You know what I mean? It was just a high level of integrity. And so I had our driver. Remember I had to go back to the driver. Like, because he told the doctor told me how much but he was like I don't know how much that is in American dollars but this is how much it is in Jamaican dollars and I was like well I don't know either let me you know go get our driver I got the pig dang let me see dang wait hold on so I went to go get our driver and the driver came back like whoop de whoop $60 I pulled 320s out my purse so fast dang yeah, that's that 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 really, and I'm so glad that lady just didn't chuck your medicine in the garbage. Yeah, Ooh. so I like I attribute this to you just as much as him. Like, there's so many things that had to fall in place for me to be able to, cause this y'all don't know how much bad this bothered me. I had no idea what was going on in my hand. I'm like, is it? I'm like, do I got? Somebody said it looks like I have psoriasis. Somebody else like eczema. Somebody else like you just need oh this cream. God. I'm like, I don't need cream. It's something going on in the inside right. of my body. I knew it wasn't a, just a, a, a surface skin thing. And I'm like, I think it's something that happened when I was in Texas in that muddy 5K. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to take stuff out of my diet. I'm like, let me start fasting for 24 hours one day a week, get my body a chance to heal. And one thing I thought, and I'm going to tell you what I really thought. I thought it was something in my apartment mm -hmm. because what I did notice is that anytime I went out of town, it stopped itching. Mm -hmm. It like seemed like it started to wanting to clear up. So I was like, I think it's my apartment. So remember when I bought that plant? Yeah. That was part of the reason why I was like, let me clean my air. Wow. And that's when I bought, you know, that, that snake plant because it's one of the best plants for cleaning your air. And because every time I went out of town, it, it didn't bother me as much. But what I think part of that was, too, was that the flare-up was triggered. I don't want to call it stress, but, like, being in a certain workplace. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. when I went out of town, even if I it went out of town for business. Relax. Right. Yep. Yep. It was completely different. I was like, so it's either stress or it's my environment. It has to be my apartment. That's, That's what amazing. I thought. That but, is uh, absolutely man. I'm so happy for you. Dr. Mark Ali said, no, ma'am. That's, that's, that's one of your organs, and we about to clean it up. Ain't that amazing. so crazy? That's amazing. Mad wait, what? I couldn't wait to tell you. So the ingredients that's in the liquid that he gave me, it's only two ingredients. It's Cinepods, S-E-N-N-A-P-O-D-S, and Cascara Sagrada, C-A-S-C-A-R-A-S-A-G-R-A-D-A. -A -A -A. Uh, so those are the only two ingredients in the liquid. That, and this, the liquid is strictly for your colon. 
strictly for your colon. So I might have had, you know, some type of parasite or something that couldn't move or whatever it was, some type of toxin was in my body. Because I stopped using my water filtration system because the other lady told me it might be my water filter. So I stopped using, I done tried so much stuff, Jack, trying to clear my hand up. I'm like, maybe it's the water I'm drinking. Maybe it's the air in my apartment. Maybe it's stress. Like I've been, I've been trying to solve this problem forever. And um, I'm so grateful for him. I'm so grateful. Yeah, me too. Man, that's $60 I've ever spent. Oh my God. Absolutely. Yes. So that was my way, what? That was a huge one. Good, right? Yeah. Girl, we on our way. And it's so funny because I think you brought up this this point uh, several episodes ago where we talked about people getting frustrated with not getting results um, with with their weight or whatever their health goal is. And you were like, well, you get frustrated because you're not getting the result you want. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're getting results, but mm-hmm. you just don't, you don't have the ability to acknowledge those because what you wanted to do was lose your stomach or right. whatever. Right. And if you don't get that result, you feel like I'm not getting no results. So after I started wrapping my brain, as I was watching my hand heal over these last couple of weeks, I started panting. I'm like, my face clearer. My, this is different. My skin. I'm like, I don't, I cannot wait till the summertime to see if my son's skin is still going to react to the sun the way it used to. Wow. I forgot. I was so focused on my hand that I, I'm oh, like, this other. is this is my whole skin. Jay, everything is different. I'm like, I was just wanting the result I wanted. Your smile is different. I ain't even lying. <laughs> I hate you. Smiling I from hate, ear to ear. I hate you so much. You are so fake. <laughs> Your smile is hitting different. A smile hitting care. different. Your smile is hitting different. I'm like, because I'm just cleaning out my body with whatever yeah. this was. I'm yeah. just so like, the, I'm in my mind, I'm like, this is going straight to my hand. Like, no, it's going to everything. Mm-hmm. So my <laughs> Like, your mind was going straight to your hand. <laughs> right. But the medicine. Right. And so I was like, oh, and I instantly thought about your lesson like you get results either way yeah so there's so many so many good juicy lessons in that so shout out to ocho's real jamaica so for so many reasons but that was probably my top top one like i'm just healing from the earth man really visiting other uh places in the world and experiencing those things in a different way can really change your life for a multitude of reasons yeah and 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 the and the place was so you know, nothing fancy, but it, it it was a nice place. But it, it, you know, how doctors here have to look so elite. So, oh yeah, you know, the rest of us, because there was six of us, we just sat on the um the patio mm-hmm. out in the sun and waited for. Her. Mm-hmm. Just sat on and just you know looked at nature while you went in there and watched people ride their bikes up and down the street on on like a residential street. Yeah, stray dogs going by, everybody kicking it. <laughs> like, yeah, ain't nothing special. Nothing special, but yeah. he he'll. Something you've been trying to do for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, jumping into. Yes. Jumping into. So one of the things we want to do today is go over numbers, go over what our target numbers would be. And just I'm going to tell people the story really quickly on why this is a thing. I went um, and just had a, a regular annual little exam um, and was at the doctor for no special reason. And um, she put the blood pressure cuff on me, took my blood pressure. And I'm literally bending my neck to look over the counter to see what my blood pressure is, mm-hmm. right? I ain't had no fear. But, you know, you just want to know, especially when you work so hard to keep it in a safe place. And I'm looking over. I'm like, what's my numbers? What's my blood pressure or whatever? She was like, oh, it's, um, I think it was something like 117 over 70-something. And she's like, oh, my bad. I don't tell people their numbers. And I was like, huh? And she said, I don't tell people my numbers because they usually 
don't care. They don't want them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, people don't want to know what their blood pressure is. They don't mm-hmm. want to know what their cholesterol or anything else. She said, no. Usually when I tell people, they say, oh, girl, that don't mean nothing to me. I don't know what that means. Right? And so. Yeah. Yeah. That was so shocking, shocking to me. Very, very Super shocking. shocking that people are not interested in their numbers. But which makes sense. Because if, were you, were you interested in your numbers when you were younger? No. No. And so I think she sees younger people. The place I was at, I think they see younger people. And I don't think it's like, you know, our demographic, most of the people that list our part, they're 35 and up, you know, 40, 50, 60. And so we all about them numbers. Yeah. Right. But I think for two reasons, age is a certain age where you don't care what your blood pressure and cholesterol is. And I also think it's a certain health status where you don't necessarily care. Yeah. You know? And so what we thought we would do today is uh, tell you guys what your numbers should be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because I always want to know what my numbers is. But when I was thinking about this podcast, I realized I always check what my blood pressure is and if, you know. But I honestly have never asked about my cholesterol. I realized that. I've never asked about my cholesterol. Yeah, and I also think it's probably because I don't think that's a test that you can get with like a easily like with a blood pressure cuff, right? Your cholesterol is tested differently. Yeah, but still. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just as guilty as the people I'm shocked about. But it's like what I just said. It's either your age or your health status. You're not concerned about it because you know you're good. True. Yeah. But I still feel like if I'm the main one walking around telling people just because you're not diagnosed with something, I don't mean, I mean, how close are you? Yeah. What what is it? I mean, are you you teetering? Like, no. (laughs) So yeah, that's something. Um, I I definitely always check my, um, my blood pressure. But then the blood pressure, I remember... Because sometimes it can be like acute high blood pressure, you know. Right. You right, know, right. you just get worried about something and it just goes skyrocketing yes. up. And that's happened to me. But I still always ask. Yeah. So let's, I'm going to name them out and I'll let you read off what the, what the number should be. So there's a, um, there, there's, I guess there's this standard in the, um, in the health world, I didn't even was, uh, know what was called this, but it's called like your the four main numbers. Like the four numbers that you should know that pretty much determines your health status and whether or not mm-hmm. you're at risk of having some type of, you know, major episode. And so the four top numbers that you should know are your blood pressure, your cholesterol, your blood sugar, and your BMI. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do those four. Um, but I didn't even know those were like, like those like four golden numbers, apparently. When I was shopping around, I'm like, oh, okay, who knew? <laughs> yeah, they're like the top whatever. So first and foremost, the easy one. So listen, guys, this is ideally where you want to land with regard to uh, being in a healthy place health-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Like where should my numbers fall? Because this lady really blew me away at the doctor when she was like, most people don't even want to know their numbers. I imagine that's partly for the two reasons I named earlier or because you know your health is so, you know how you'd be like, I, people don't be wanting to use the, I don't want to read the ingredients on what I'm about to eat because mm-hmm. I know it ain't no it's good. Bad, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm imagining that's the third reason people don't want to know their numbers because they're just like, I can't right now, <laughs> right? Um, but let us at least tell you what where, where you should be because, um, again, we're going into these health facilities and we are not armed with the knowledge that we need to be armed with ahead of time. Right. We go in and literally let them tell us everything where mm-hmm. we are, where we should be and then how to yeah. correct it if we're not there. So let's maybe go in now with I already know where I should be. And also, um, I have a way of correcting it if it's not where it should be. And that's going to be a plant based diet. That's going to be alleviating stress. That's going to mm-hmm. be exercise. That's going to be doing what I need to do instead of letting them tell you here's a peel powder or potion. Mm hmm. 
Blood pressure, Jay. What's a healthy blood pressure? So the top number, how do you pronounce that? S-P- systolic. Systolic yeah. number should be um, 90 and less, between 90 and less than 120. Okay. Between 90 That's what they to consider 120. Healthy. That's it's, what they consider healthy. But I think going up to 130. Is still in the healthy range? I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, because I also know like, it's the same thing with water. You know how they just say, everybody needs to drink 64 ounces. I just feel you like... I think there's a, a, a bigger window. Than, maybe. Than they... Or maybe I'm just um, construed, just like how now a small, a size small today is not the same size small yeah. in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It's like the world is getting bigger, so we make a small bigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe I'm just like thinking like that, like the world... Yeah, because I think that even 120 looks higher to me, but... Um, How does 120 even look like? I don't know. I don't know. When they told me my time number, I think it was around 117 or something like that. I don't remember. But I I, I started feeling panicky. She was like, no, 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 it's fine. Right. But um, And then the bottom, it should be less than 80. Yes. So 120 over 80. I think that's one that most people are familiar with, your target blood pressure. Um, But 120 over 80 is ideally where you should be. I think if you're like in the mid 120s or something, it may be safe, you know. But 120 over 80 is where you should be blood pressure rise. Next, where should you be with cholesterol? It should be less than 200 milligrams. Um, I think it's 200 to 239 is considered borderline high, and 240 is or 240 or above is high. Okay. So, um, now I know. Um, when you go on a plant-based diet though, when you go on like on a plant-based vegan diet where you're not getting any animal products in your diet, mm-hmm. your cholesterol can easily dro- drop way lower than 200. Yeah. Way lower. So if you're consuming animal products, um, and then, but you know, uh, cholesterol less than 200 is good. Um, but if you are not consuming animal products, you're more than likely going to have a number that's way, way less um, for your uh, cholesterol. Now, I think it's important to note, too, because I know uh, statins, which are the drugs that are prescribed for people with high cholesterol, is at least in the top three, I think, of uh, the most prescribed drug in the in the world, or in the U.S. Really? Yeah, like a, a cholesterol-lowering drug. It's like in the very top. Like it's a billion-dollar industry, cholesterol drugs. And I just want people to know, if you know you have high cholesterol, somebody you love has high cholesterol, the quickest and easiest way to get your cholesterol down is, well, I'll say the quickest way. I won't say necessarily the easiest. is by removing animal products from your diet because most people don't know this. Because sometimes in my nutrition class, Jay, I ask, how do we could get, how does our cholesterol go up? Like, what causes our cholesterol to go up? And sometimes people say sugar, for example. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. The only place we get cholesterol from in our diet is from animal products. You can only get cholesterol from animal products. When I say animal products, guys, I'm talking about meat. I'm talking about seafood, Cheese. dairy, and that's it. And eggs. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the only place you get dietary cholesterol from. And another um, thing that's baffling to a lot of people is I often ask our first Saturday Black Health Academy classes, I say, is cholesterol an essential nutrient? And everybody says yes, but the answer is actually no. In the medical world, essential means that we have to get it from food. Mm -hmm. We do not have to get cholesterol from food. Our body makes cholesterol. So 
we do not need to eat it. Now, I, nobody's thinking about, I need cholesterol, so let me eat chicken or let me eat fish or let me mm-hmm. eat shrimp, mm-hmm. right? That's not, because sometimes we do think, I need protein, so let me eat meat. But we don't think that about cholesterol, right? right? However, I want you guys to know that your body naturally makes it, so it's not essential that you get it from your plate, which means your body actually can make everything you need cholesterol-wise, because we do need it to live, but it's not essential, and those are two different things. So, if you are taking a statin, or somebody you know is taking a statin, what you're essentially doing is the way a statin works is that it literally stops your body from making cholesterol so you can continue to eat it. So it literally stifles a natural bodily function so that you can continue to eat it, which is insane. You should not be stopping a function that your body naturally does to keep you alive. Wow. It's insane. So you have to get off the statin because as we know, man-made pharmaceutical drugs are going to wreak havoc in your body in a place that it didn't intend to. It's going to lower your cholesterol Mm -hmm. whilst destroying another organ. Yeah. Right? Or causing a potential nutritional deficiency. So if you want to get your cholesterol down without the side effects that that pharmaceutical drug is going to bring, you have to eliminate animal products out of your diet. Sorry, not sorry. What's the next one, Jay? Blood sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... Blood sugar, just one second. I think it's like 100 should mm. be. Mm-hmm. Um, in a fasting state. If you're in a fasting state. Yeah, and then 140, right? Yeah, so if you're in a fasting state, meaning you haven't eaten in about eight hours, then mm-hmm. your fasting blood sugar level should be, I believe, 100, less than 100. And then your non-fasting state blood sugar levels um should be about 140 140 yeah. or less so yeah. when our blood sugar shoots up into the hundreds um some people you know two three you know yeah and that's one of those things that i try to explain to people that are diabetic already mm-hmm. when they they get down and sad about eating a diabetic diet and I, and it's it's not that you're eating something that's different than what anyone should suppose no one should be eating a diet that shoots their their levels way up and then brings it way down and it shoot all all it really is is trying to keep you within a certain range so that it's not so going up too fast yep. coming down too low coming up so your organs won't go crazy and so your levels won't go crazy like yep. that's the way most of us should eat anyway yeah a diabetic diet is not to uh torture you or rob you of things that normal people eat yeah like no one should eat go you know go five hours without eating and now eating this uh carbohydrate rich especially when it's um you know with refined Refined carbs yeah and then now your sugar levels is shooting through the roof without fiber without all these different things like we all should be eating this way that you know what so i the one of the books i just started reading this book this week was dr gregor's how not to die and finally getting around to that one and he says just what you said he said there is no such thing as a heart healthy diet there's no such thing as a diabetic diet well, exactly there's no such thing as a diet specifically for this autoimmune disease None. he said there's just such thing as a human diet like every one of those diets way. are the way you should be eating anyway there's not a diet specific for this organ you know it's what I'm crazy saying? to me. You know, there are certain things that you could have going on with your body. Like if you have 
something like the reticulitis or yeah, something yeah, with yeah. digestive issues and you need to stay away from raw fiber or you need to stay away from nuts right. and seeds or you need to stay like we get that. That's not, but in or if you have celiac disease. Exactly. You need gluten. to stay with gluten. Exactly. Um, for the most part. The, it's the human diet. It's not like your diet. Uh, yeah. It's just. Like, everybody should be staying away from refined carbs, refined sugar. Uh, you know, everybody should be high fiber. Like, everybody needs that. And so, blood sugar is no different. So, it's important to know. I'm going to say something about blood sugar. So, like Jay said, one of the main things that's going to regulate your blood sugar levels. And uh, make sure uh, pull up the A1C real quick. Let's go over to A1C. You got that note ready? Mm-hmm. One thing you need to know about your blood sugar levels is usually the biggest deficiency people have here is their fiber. Men, 30 grams a day or more. Women, 25 grams a day or more. We are not hitting that fiber. And so it's causing our blood sugar levels to be all over the place. When you eat enough fiber, that's literally what stops that sugar rush in your body. It literally stops the sugar from rushing into your bloodstream. And now your pancreas can't release insulin fast enough to push that sugar into your cells. So... You need to address your fiber first and foremost. Number one, you ain't even going to have all that room in your appetite, like in your, in, in, on your plate for all the refined carbs. Because sh- when, fi- when you eat fiber, it expands in your belly and keeps you full longer. Like oatmeal. Don't, I, don't oats do that for you today? Like if you eat oatmeal. Yeah. To the point sometimes. Because <laughs> I'm trying to get to this other thing. Exactly. And I'm like, oatmeal filling me up. Like that's what apples today. and pears do to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so full after that pear. Right. And I, I just, wanted something right, else. I wanted some tortilla chips and guacamole. <laughs> I wasn't ready. So um, it's going to fill you up. And that's because, you know, that fiber, soluble, insoluble, is going to expand. And you're going to be satiated much longer, much more satisfied. And it's going to stop those uh, that starch from converting to sugar so fast so you don't need to be anti-starch if you're having issues with your blood sugar you need to be pro-fiber i hate when people think they just need to give up starch i no longer eat bread pasta rice and potatoes that's not your issue first of all you overeat on those and you don't eat enough fiber you know it was funny but not um (laughs) in the hospital so they have a they watch you know Someone is um, diabetic that I know they're in the hospital Mm -hmm. and they watch. So they said, well, they control my diet with how many carbs I can consume. Mm. That's how they control because we asked about the sugar levels. It's like, it's okay. You know, you know, I'm on a a carbohydrate diet. They they restrict or carbohydrate restriction diet or whatever they call it. So basically he said, I can have 75 carbs per meal Lord or something like that okay. and everybody except for me gasped when he said that why did they like, gasp it was like that's high that's high that's high i didn't even know i had i hadn't checked how many carbohydrates somebody can have in so long and i was like if y'all hadn't a gas i wouldn't have known because i i don't watch carbs mm-hmm. you know if you're eating quality it's about ingredients and and quality go. food there you go and i never ever watch my carbs never ever count how many calories because it's not about that how are you teaching someone how to reverse the illness stay off medication i know that's not their goal they're trying to just control it but 
you can have jello pudding and you can have ice cream and, and pop as long as you long stay as you under stay 75 carbs. It's so oh, stupid. That's exactly what Weight Watchers do. You can have whatever you want as long as you hit that these is, points. That is insane. Don't that you stay within crazy. X amount of calories. I'm so sick of counting and all this nonsense. Like, count your fiber and count your ounces of water. That's only counting we do. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. But all this, look, I cannot stand that anything goes as like long as you stay just, within So maintain range. your addiction. Have at it. You know, maintain the toxicity in your body. Have at it. Maintain, like, main, it's just like they're maintaining the, bar the things is so low. that we need to be creating. Absolutely. This gap between us and those things. And instead, they're like, no, you can keep it with you as long yep. as you stay within these. This range. It's insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So oh, I yeah. agree a thousand percent. Um, if you are trying to currently manage a pre-diabetic status or a diabetic status and you are being guided or told to um, be on a carb-restrictive diet, I would highly encourage you to um, look at your diet from a standpoint of not just how many carbs is this and it's okay if it's white bread or white pasta or white potatoes as long as I only eat a small, small amount and I would encourage you to begin to reframe that, number one, get educated on nutrition, whether that's through a class, the Black Health Academy, reading a book, but reframe that and look at your plate. Not just, is this a small amount of carbs, but is this, is this starch that I'm about to consume loaded with other vitamins and minerals and nutrient rich things? And not just, is it a little bit of the bad stuff? Stop trying to just consume less of the bad stuff and be intentional about trying to consume all good what stuff. You need. Yeah, yeah, what you what need you actually to thrive need. instead of I just had I only eat the uh, uh, bite-sized mini Snickers now, and whereas I used to eat a whole Snicker bar. Do the work to get rid of some stuff. I think we told y'all in our last episode in 2019 that we retired moderation in 2019, and we're gonna bring that that reminder again. Stop trying to moderate stuff that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to moderate stuff that's not good for you? That makes no sense. Yeah. Are you mad? Why would you manage trash? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, you feel me? Like, and I and I renamed. Take out the I trash. renamed uh, moderation, and I'm, I want people to call it what it is: self sabotage. It's self sabotage. Period. That's all it is. If you are trying to overcome something, why in the world are you trying to take it with you on your new journey? You want to overcome and take it with you. Which one is it's it? Impossible. Which one is they it? They cannot coexist. Something is going to win. They cannot coexist. Period. You have to leave that where it was. Anytime you, you, I'm just going to eat this on the, no. No, you can't just eat. There's some things you should never revisit at all. Period. Some things, some people, some places. It's just a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> that needs to stay gone. You hear me? You hear me? That's your first problem. That's all it. this revisiting. <laughs> all this revisiting. <laughs> Man, what you say? Love it from a distance. Look at somebody else eating what you used to love. That's it. Every time I walk past BW3, I still smell them, them wings. <laughs> I'm like, I know, y'all enjoying, I know y'all enjoying that. Me, I would never me, touch it. Lick your fingers for me. Let me see. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. <laughs> I can't. But I, I will can't. never. But you I know would what still look good to me? A honey bun. You know what? A Cinnabon looked good to me. Honey bun oh, looked disgusting. Yeah, yeah, Cinnabon. Cinnabon still look like it slapped. Yeah. And I'm waiting for them to figure out how to make a high fiber, 
No refinement. Just y'all watch it. So. Just smell it and enjoy that. All the advancements in the world. Nah. Y'all can't make me nope. a high fiber. Nah. No refined sugar cinnamon. No. Nah. 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 I encourage any of my bakers, <laughs> my vegan bakers out not there. Turn it to I'm you submitting try. this challenge. No. Forget that. You ain't gonna ruin my life telling me that ain't never gonna happen. I can't believe you. It ain't gonna happen. No, me, me and Martin got dreams. You hear me? Both of us. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what's the A1C? What's the safe A1C level? So if we say that the daily blood sugar should be below 100 in a fasting state, below 140 in a non-fasting state, A1C is that your average blood sugar over a three-month period, 90-day period, because our red blood cells, um, they only have a lifespan of 90 days, and that's why that time period exists. Um, but what is our... So below 5.7% is considered normal. 57 and 6 0.4% signals, well, between 5.7 and 6.4% signals pre-diabetes mm-hmm. and anything over that is considered diabetes. Okay. Which okay. is crazy to me because so many people I know have diabetes. And I actually thought a seven was good. Yep. That is Ain't so, that crazy? Because that's what they were striving for Well, for well so Jay, long. it is um, when, it's, when it's relative. Right. Because remember remember my client, Thomas, I used to have who was about five, 600 pounds? Yeah, I'll never forget him. And I remember he was, um, he was 11 or he was at 11 or 13 in his oh, A1C. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it yeah. came down to like a nine or a seven and we it was. It was cause for celebration. It sure was. Yeah. So uh, it ain't that it ain't good, but it's yeah. just not where you want to stay. Mm-hmm. It's definitely improvement if he was coming from double digits. Right. So I don't want to take away from anybody who's reached a A1C of seven, but you ain't done. Right. So we need to get it down to what? 5.7 is considered normal. Okay. 5.7 is considered normal A1C. And I think um, when you take refined sugar out of your diet and you eliminate animal products um, completely, because part of the reason that uh, type 2 diabetes exists is most people think it's just a sugar issue, but it's actually a fat issue and not fat as in visceral fat on your body. You can be lean and have type 2 diabetes. It is uh, literally the fat that you consume through your diet, you know, is in your bloodstream and it's blocking um, the sugar cells from being able to get into your cells. So a lot of people try and contar- control diabetes just strictly watching the sugar mm-hmm. or carbs they consume. But you also need to look at the animal fat that you consume. Mm-hmm. So when you go on a whole food plant based diet that's absent of animal products, refined sugar and processed food, guys, your A1C will drop. And you can get off of metformin yes. or insulin. It's available to you. Trust me. But it ain't just. Some of us are just watching one thing. We need to be watching the yeah. whole yeah. diet, not just sugar. So get rid of those animal products, and you can win. Um, last one I want to do. I think it's BMI. Um, that's not one of the things that I. Well, doctors do discuss it because they'll tell you you need to lose weight. I don't think they necessarily put it in the terms of you need to get your BMI down. But body fat and BMI, Jay, where should we be there? So body uh, BMI is body mass index. And it tells you where your weight should be in proportion to your height, mm-hmm. right? And so body mass index uh, is an indicator whether or not you are in a safe zone for um, chronic disease. Because especially especially if you carry your weight around your midsection, mm-hmm. then um, and you have a high BMI and most of that is around your midsection, you are heavily at risk for the high cholesterol, the heart disease, the type 2 diabetes, and a lot of those chronic conditions. Okay, so it says between 18.5, you're in the underweight range. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, Between 18, because some people train to get their BMI, like 
15, 14, especially when they're in competition. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, it's for competition. But I don't think anybody can maintain that outside of competition season. Yeah, because yeah, it stops, stops a one, woman's uh, menstrual cycle and yeah. throws off certain hormones. So yeah. But um, between 18.5 and 24.9, you're in the healthy weight range. And between 25 and 29.9, you're in the overweight range. But anything after 30, you're in the obese range. Okay. And what's interesting is they say 30 and 30.9, well, 30 to 39.9, you're in the obese range. I'm like, what's after 39.9? Oh, yeah. People obese. Uh, but what I'm saying is, what is it called? Forward. If it's like, why does Morbidly? It might be oh, considered morbidly, morbidly obese. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you like, I need a title for this. Um, <laughs> disrespectful. Um, what I was going to say was about uh, BMI. Oh, is how you can, because um, this is not something that they uh, give you a test for at the doctor. So I just want to tell you how to find out your BMI. There's a lot of online BMI calculators. Um, and so you can just go online super easy. takes two seconds and type in a BMI calculator. And it will ask you a couple questions about your height, your weight, things like that. Are you male? Are you female? And really quickly, like in two seconds, it'll tell you your BMI. Another risk calculator that I recommend looking into, which is one that I give um, to my Farm to Table students in my Farm to Table digital course, is a cardiovascular risk calculator. Um, this is something, again, you can easily just type into Google and look for a cardiovascular risk calculator, and it's going to ask you a host of questions. And essentially what this risk calculator is testing for is what's the likelihood you're going to have a heart attack or a stroke. And it's going to ask these questions, but you need to know your numbers in order to take this test, like in order to be efficient at uh, getting a, a more realistic result. You need to know your cholesterol and things like that. So if you maybe have just came from the doctor or your most recent doctor visit, you have all your numbers, then definitely look into taking a cardiovascular risk calculator uh, assessment online too. Um, I have one in my Farm to Table digital course, and so I think it is beneficial as well because we know heart disease is the number one killer in this country. So it is always good if you know you're not, you know, doing everything right in your health right now and there's some things you need to work on um, at least kind of know where you stand with that so that's another risk calculator that I highly recommend um, did you want to do resting heart rate or are we good you said um, what, what, you, do rest what you think rate? about resting heart rate because the range is so broad but I think resting heart rate I think one of the things so when um, people started wearing Fitbits and stuff that's one of the things that those uh, pedometers and Fitbits mm -hmm. and stuff would tell you you know what your heart rate is and you can put in your information in the beginning and it could tell you what your target is but um y'all should all be working out and moving so therefore you need to know what <laughs> y'all can see her face patty listen they can't see you sis they can't see me no so you, you can save all the attitude because ain't nobody getting no. up <laughs> you saw my neck roll yeah i did <laughs> you might as well have them head movement in and there. whoever ain't getting their movements in <laughs> angry you hear me yeah, angry people don't do you, you know it's just so widely accepted i just to be sedentary to be yeah to be sedentary and, and everything has been made if you're not sedentary enough guess what we have things to make it more easy for you to be more sedentary like like transportation we need to get rid of cars Lisa, why was I just thinking about, I wasn't thinking about it from that standpoint, just thinking about the environmental standpoint, about how back 
in the day, I don't know how far along, how they could go outside and breathe in air that maybe helped to kind of get them what they need inside their body. Now, we need to do things because of the air we're breathing. Completely we, opposite. The completely opposite. That's crazy. And I was just thinking about the impact that cars and factories and all these different things, especially cars, yep. have on our health. The impact it has on our health is crazy. It's insane. I was just telling um I was just telling Troy last night. I was like, um, I was telling him about the Amazon Prime thing. I was like, I just ordered something off of Amazon Prime. I was like, but, you know, I don't do two-day shipping. I don't do one-day shipping. I don't do two-day shipping because mm-hmm. it's literally destroying human lives. Women are losing their babies in these factories. Because he was telling me, he was like, he was reading about some workers talking about what it's like to work in an Amazon factory or warehouse, should I say. And um, he said, people say you literally can walk 14 miles a day. Literally, that's how big the warehouse is. And you got to go get one product from all the way over here. And the other product is all the way in this section. And he's like, somebody was like, I get forced. He said this one young guy, he was reading from him. He was like, he was 27 years old. was like, I had to quit. I would leave that job so exhausted. I had nothing left for my family. I could not do it. And I'm 27. Like, it ain't even got nothing to do with it. It's like, this is too much for anyone, anybody. And and then that's how we got on the whole Amazon um, conversation. And I was talking about um, the things that, I was talk, talking about how imagine somebody who can't afford to quit. He probably even couldn't afford to quit, but just realized, you know. Uh, yeah. But the the toll that these things take on our health, you know, our jobs like this, you know, this manual labor. And I was saying, you know, we never know what small part we can play. Mm-hmm. And for me, one of those parts is I do not do one and two day shipping. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what those people have to physically go through to get those packages to, to you in two seconds. I'm like, I don't need this that bad. Right. I will order as far as in advance as I can to try and get it to me on time. But when I made an order on Amazon the other day, I picked like seven day shipping. I'm mm-hmm. like, take your time, sis. Right. Like, it's no reason. That For we, you, right. Go, 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 go. Yeah, because imagine all of us, literally millions Doing of people that. online yeah. right now ordering. And and because I brought this up because you mentioned about conveniences in society. Like, we think it's so amazing that we can get packages to us in two seconds now. You know what I mean? I think last I heard, Jeff Bezos was trying to figure out how to do same day. You could order something this morning and have it to you by evening. I will never. It better be a machine. But wow. if it's any human in that fact in that line of getting that package to me, I will not support it. Which is weird that they haven't had machines kind of come in. I guess they just can't. How can they build something that's going to run around a factory and grab things and read things? And, I don't know. I don't know. You know that has to be one heck of a um, vending machine system. Like, oh, she ordered, <laughs> she ordered the maxi dress and it's that small. Get the button, break it down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like how? But I don't know. But Jay, like I'm like we don't know how much the Earth and humankind is suffering from all of these conveniences that we think we're enjoying. Mm-hmm. Like, what future are we creating for our kids and stuff coming behind us? Like, it's just taking a toll on us. We don't know the impact of some of the stuff we're doing right now. Like, You said we were talking about something on a plane that you wanted to discuss on the podcast. You still- oh, yeah. No, do we got time? Did you get people to rest in heart rate? Somebody is like, y'all said something about rest in heart rate, and I never caught it. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Somebody so, for resting heart, the normal resting heart rate for adults over the age of 10 Anyway, including older adults is between 60 and 100 beats per minute. Okay. Highly trained athletes may have a resting heart rate below 60 beats per minute and sometimes reaching 40 beats per minute. Okay. 
So resting heart weight is literally like how fast your heart is beating while you sitting still. Um, and this is, you know, mostly based on your fitness level, not just your age. A lot of people think, yeah, you're, it does change as you get older, but it doesn't have to change significantly if you're intentional about being physically fit. Um, but I think we're going to save what I want to talk about for another episode because I think we're going to get into a rabbit hole. Okay. Yeah, because we're already at an hour and seven minutes. Alrighty. So on the next episode, we will discuss. It's, it's juicy. I did want to say one thing about Black History Month real quick. I just want to remind, I told you, I'm going to remind you, uh, what George C. Frazier said when I was in D.C. for SpeakerCon back in November 2019. And George C. Frazier spoke. And um, I'm just going to echo his sentiments when he said, I will no longer argue with people that Harry and Tubman would have shot. Period. <laughs> Period, Pooh. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Until Month. Until next time. Be well. <laughs>